Hello and what's up everybody. Welcome to episode 120 something. I can't remember if it's 8 or 9. I nine. think it's 9. Yeah. 9. 129 of the PlayStation Report. I am Franklin, a.k.a. the RP Genius. Alongside what? me is Tyler. Where's that coming from? I just play a shit ton of RPGs, oh, Tyler. Okay. Tyler, did so you know call that you I RPGs. play a lot of RPGs? I, I do. Did I you do. know that like, through playing a lot of RPGs, you get to learn certain things about them that make you approach them in an optimal fashion? Yes. That's always the best part about an RPG, when you're like... 30 hours in and you're like I got this I can do anything I feel you know? like that's some sort of shade thrown at a genre of video games there 30, like yeah 30 hours in you're you're, you're yeah. implying that it takes that long to for it to get to the good stuff eh not really like I, I, I you know I felt like The Witcher 3 was really good, but I felt like 30 hours in, I was like, fucking, I could just wreck anything right now. Mm. I feel good about myself. Okay. And how this combat works, how my loadout works, the weapons I got. So maybe I you're got. saying more about yourself as being able to learn a video game. It takes you yeah. about 30 hours into an RPG to yeah. really grasp I mean, it. You, you get 20, 30 hours in. And you, All right. You're rocking and rolling. I'm just saying that I've played so many RPGs that, like, when I see a, an RPG of a certain style, of a certain, like, structure, I already have it in my head what strategy I'm going for mm. moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been playing some Nino Kuni too. Yeah. I feel like that's a game you optimize. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not a hard game. It's not hard at all. Yeah. Like, they... They funnel you in a way uh, main, through the main story where there are certain points where there's a hint or a suggestion that you should explore around and do side stuff to get yourself stronger. So it's it's not really a matter of finding out what you have to do next. It's more about like figuring out what they want you to do next. I'm, obviously, there's a story quest that could you could just keep banging out the story, but at a certain point, you're going to run into a wall, fall behind the leveling. And Nino Kuni 2 is one of those nice video games that has a recommended level for your quests, yep. unlike some games that don't do that. And it's it's it can be frustrating when you go into a quest and not know that oh, I'm probably fucked. Yeah, I don't like that feeling either. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I've been having fun with that game. I'm 20 hours in, 21 hours in. Hmm. Uh, I'm a little over halfway through the story stuff, but I've been banging out a lot of side stuff. Recruiting more people for my kingdom. I upgraded my kingdom to level two. Oh. Which means I have a lot more stuff to build out, which means there's a lot more side stuff that I need to do to fill, fill shit out. Find some more citizens for my kingdom. The oh. kingdom of Evermore. Oh. The kingdom of Sizemore. No, it isn't. <laughs> There are some certain policies that I would change about this kingdom. There's way yeah. to uh, call them a little bit pacifist-esque. It's, it kind of seems like they don't want to fight anyone. I see. No you gotta matter, be greedy. Even, even if people are somewhat shitty, they, don't, they still don't want to mm. fight anyone. I see. 
I got cool. to this place called Broadleaf, where the president is basically Elon Musk. And I don't, and that should tell you, I think Elon Musk is evil. I think he has evil really? Wow. That's why I didn't wow. say an evil Elon Musk. I just said he's an Elon Musk. <laughs> That's probably the first time I've heard someone say that Elon Musk is evil. I think he... I think he's going to get us to Mars before NASA does. Regardless, he doesn't. He's not doing it for any oh, yeah. will. Like it's all, There's, it's all. He's got to have some sort of motive behind it. Yeah, he's he's not a benevolent. He's. I wouldn't even call him a genius. He just has a lot of resources okay. that he throws at things that he thinks would be a fun idea. I see. Would you like him to be our president? No. Would you like him over who we currently have? <laughs> I. I mean, we, we don't have to get in. Let's not get in. I just not, thought that I, was I a want, funny question. I want qualified people to be the president <laughs> right. of the United States. I do, too. Yeah. yeah. I won't go there. That's a topic off the podcast, because I, I just don't want to go there right now. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting thought. Yeah. So there's this evil technocrat uh, who thinks that he can mistreat his workers because... Ultimately, the end justifies the means because he's building some sort of what do they call it? It's some sort of I don't know. It's it's some sort of nuclear reactor, uh, some some fission reactor or something that he's trying to build. It's really uh really strange for the setting, considering right. that the rest of the world is kind of this fantasy stuff, and then this one town is all just teched out. Hmm. Interesting. But I'm I'm enjoying it. There's there's a lot of different flavors. And uh look forward to playing it some more. Tyler. Yeah. What have you been playing, man? Finish Darksiders. Oh nice. The so now I can one. start Darksiders too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh right start Darksiders too, right when all the the video. Dude, games you have a week. Out. You can do it. Yeah, I know. I can totally do it. Not you know, I don't have anything going on. <laughs> um you know it, that's a cool game. Darksiders one. I enjoyed my time with it for sure. There's some frustrating things about it. For one, like I mentioned, like I think some of the controls are overly complicated. I think some of the camera stuff is not good at all. <laughs> and very, very frustrating. And um it's neat though. I mean the final the final kind of dungeon, if you want to call it, was pretty fucking wild. Oh, the, yeah. the Black Throne. There there was a lot of just crazy shit going on there yeah you're playing portal practically which i was like wow you know took took a lot of thinking and and a lot of a lot of good creativity there to come up with that and i i enjoyed doing that um what i did not fully enjoy i hate when zelda games do this and this game is very zelda like i didn't enjoy you you finished the final the second to last boss and they're like go find seven things in the world and I'm like no no like I, I don't really want to do this right now can we just get this over with um, not as bad as the Wind Waker Zelda the Wind mm. Waker I fucking hate that game 
be in in part okay. of part of it is because of that ending. I was like, the actual ending is neat. The final boss fight's cool, but it's like, uh, like I just don't like when when games do that. Personally, um, the final fight, final boss fight. Mm-hmm. So it's broken into two phases. Yeah, the the first phase, very lame. Overall, very lame. I, I I thought because once you figure it out, you're literally doing the same thing over and over again. It went on way too long. The very last piece, when you're finding the actual final boss, that was fun. That felt like a very fun like duel, and uh, I like the way how it ends. The four oh, horsemen yeah. coming in. Spoilers mm-hmm. for a nearly ten year old game at this point. Yeah. Um. It's a neat. It, it's a neat game. Like if you want just a a fun adventure, just do it. Give it a shot. Yeah. It's not. It's not the most perfect thing, but but I like it. I like a lot of the the art style and in the world that it sets up. And I'm looking forward to playing more. Yeah. Go uh, go kill yourself some demons. Kill yourself some angels. Kill everything. Yeah. Exactly. War is an interesting guy. He's just like, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he he reminded me like a lot of like early Kratos. Yeah, I'm just like I don't really give a shit. Like you're just in my way and you're gonna die. Yep. You know, <laughs> maybe not as drastic as Kratos, but that that was kind of his mentality. Yeah, he isn't time. as anger driven. He's more like I have a mission. Yeah. get the fuck out of my way or die. Exactly. Exactly. So, looking forward to what death is like mm-hmm. in Darksiders 2, which I guess that game is a little bit more linear. I That's what I've heard. So, yeah, I haven't... I need to play it. To, I yeah. only dabbled in it once. I need mm-hmm. to play through it. Yeah, me too. I want to try to play through it before Darksiders 3, but with so much coming out, uh, I don't... Darksiders 3 is not a pick-up day one mm-hmm. sort of game for me. Um... But eventually, I'll, I'll get through this game and, and play Darksiders 3 then. Because it's a cool world. It is a cool mm-hmm. world. I, I enjoy it. So. Yeah. Played that. Played some... I'm trying to think of everything that I did. Oh, a lot more Guacamelee 2. Okay. I played a bunch of hours of Guacamelee 2 the other night. and um, That's a Guacamelee game. Okay. Absolutely. Um uh, so in the first Guacamelee, you get to become a chicken at some point. In this game, you get to become a chicken way earlier, and it's way cooler okay. being the chicken because you can now fight as the chicken and do things as the chicken, and you could not really do a lot except become small and go into small spaces um, before in the first game. So that's cool. I'm glad that they kind of expanded upon that. It's a it's neat from like there's some new enemies to it. And uh, some of them are very challenging. And, and the thing with the first Guacamelee is it, it, it had a good difficulty curve to it, but towards the end, there were some very frustrating things, but hard. Like, you got through some of them, and you're like, you felt very proud by yourself. And with this one, so I did the first temple that like the first big Metroidvania area that you get to and man they don't really give a shit they just ramped that difficulty up pretty much immediately um, as you went through that and I, I enjoyed it and I think coming off of playing Guacamelee and you know 
how things are. Um, it, it can certainly help. There are some interesting mechanics in this game. So the first guacamole, you could go back and forth between dimensions. And that was an interesting mechanic because sometimes certain things are in the other dimension. So you would maybe have to jump on that wall, then do the dimension button to hop back on the other wall. And it created some really interesting platforming. And that sort of mechanic is is here, but it's kind of different in spots. Right now, I'm at a point where um, I'm not controlling going back and forth in the first game you, you eventually got to control going back uh-huh. manually i'm not there yet i assume that's going to happen um but there's like pockets pockets here and there of like the other dimension the dark timeline basically and it'll be going across the screen and it'll just scroll and it'll be like this kind of wide rectangular dark zone in okay. a way and there's lava in that and it just keeps scrolling back and forth and, right. and then you have to fit time your jumps and all sorts of stuff, you know, around that. And there's certain, there's certain attacks, they're white and purple. You can't dodge those attacks at all. And if, you know, you get hit, you get hit by them. And um, that, once again, like with the dark timeline sort of thing, Sometimes they show up, sometimes they don't, hmm. and you got a time getting around them. And then there's also, it's like the same thing, but it's red and white. That's an instant death if you get hit. And this game's a Metroidvania, so you get into some of these areas that it's not the main critical path, but there's something there that you'll yeah. be rewarded with. And man, there's, those things were hard. They were so hard, but I, I eventually got through them sort of thing. Because the game's good of like... You know, Celeste is the same way of like, you died, you're right back to it before you can yeah. really just say, no, nah, I'm done. So I, I, I like that about it. So so that that just kind of encourages, encourages you to keep on going sort of thing. Also, they changed the way you upgrade yourself. Um, it's still sort of based off of money, but there's also challenges that you have to do and you also just collect a lot more money in this game so you can upgrade yourself in in cool ways there were costumes in the first game the costumes in the first game uh some of them had significant buffs but then they also took away something one of the costumes is a gimp suit that would be so good gimp suit yeah i could just imagine that in that game yeah i'm not sure what you're talking about to be honest with you I'll have to look it up. Oh my gosh. You don't... I'll look this up. But anyways, Mm. basically, the the buff would be like, you get health regeneration, but your stamina takes twice as long to come back. So that sort of stuff. They had the costumes in this game, but they don't do anything. Oh, huh. Which sort of... That's weird. Sort of sucks. Sucks. But you can can change. Gimp. (laughs) I can't suit this. It's probably one of those things. Sex thing, you know. It's probably one of those things where once I see it, I'll go, "Oh," and I'm seeing this, and I'm going to go, "Oh, okay, yes." So it's okay. It's one of those just spandex-looking suits. Yeah, full body. Okay, I never heard that called a gimp suit. 
Really? Yeah. If you would have said a like one of those full spandex suits, I would know what you're talking oh, about. Okay. Um, maybe I'm just a dumbass, or maybe I'm just fucked up, and that's that terminology <laughs> isn't something I should be using. I don't know. Or maybe, maybe you. Maybe I'm fucking up. Maybe you have one. No. You're gonna surprise actually. me later. No. Oh darn. Um, Even if I told you, would it be a surprise then? <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Am I lying to you? I could see you in a gym suit. Wow. I could. That's. I think I think out of all my friends, I think you're the one that I, I could see it fit the most. Wow. Hey, man, take that as you want. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm learning new things every day. This just went off the rails. But yes, I would love if this sort of costume was in the game. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Guac Melee 2 is cool. If you want a cool Metroidvania, do it. Mm. Otherwise, I think I think that's pretty much everything that I played. Um, finished that Captain Code, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker as well. Okay, all right. Played some of the Halo Five. Talk about these other other consoles, video games, very quietly. Yeah, yeah. Those those two things are very cool. <laughs> I just want to remind everybody in 2018, Halo is still fucking awesome. Okay. I'll just yeah. say that and leave it there. Awesome. I love it. Well, I have I, you played anything else? Okay. Well, while, while we're down here, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you I, I made it to Deep Nest and Hollow Knight. Ooh. And that area is creepy. I have played and more dark and difficult. Yeah. Do you know where you're going yet? I kind of do. Okay. I'm kind of just fleshing out my awareness of like the area, like just trying to. I have the map. I'm just trying to figure out where everything is, mm-hmm. where the fast travel might be, all that yeah. kind of stuff. I I to get in to the deep nest. I had to fight this boss called the Mantis Lords. Ooh, and by God, that was difficult. Because you fight one of them. There's three of them. You fight one of them. Learn his attack patterns. He goes down. Pretty easily. Then they, you have to take two at once, and they have the same attack patterns, but it's two of them at once coming Ooh, at you. Oh, shit. And it's uh, a lot more difficult. <laughs> but yeah, I, I have earned the respect of the Mantis Lords, and now no one in Mantis Village will attack me. The Mantis Lords all stand up and salute me as I march my way into Deep Nest every time I die and go back to Deep Nest. (laughs) Yeah. I gotta play a lot more of that game because it's neat. Yeah. It really is. Also played another chapter of a story in Octopath. Ooh. Been going slowly at that game. Just doing a chapter at a time whenever I feel like it. Takes about 20 to 30 minutes Mm -hmm. to do a chapter. Yeah. And then, on the PlayStation, finally, now we're here, uh, I got my Doom Platinum. Woo! Platinum number 27 for me. Right on. It wasn't that difficult. I was using a guide to find all the collectibles, because mm. I don't feel like screwing yeah. around with that. Yeah. Uh, what else? I got good, my though. Destiny, uh, all my Solstice gear. I got my t-shirt. <laughs> Is the t-shirt cool? It looks okay. Well, nice. it's in the mail. I don't physically have it right now. It's coming in the yeah. mail. Um, fuck that. 
I mean, cool that you got it. <laughs> that all sounded really dickish. Um, you need 250 points to get that. Yeah. I found all the latent memories. That was easy. I used okay. a guide to get all the latent memories, and that was a quick... You got sword then? I don't know what you're Is talking. it the one... Is it the no, me- memories on Mars? Yeah, on Mars. Yeah. You should... Um, you take it to a thing on Mars and you get a sword. Oh, okay. Well, then S- maybe... S. Keith, he got it. Maybe I should do that. Yeah. Uh, Keith went around and got all the things and then you get an exotic sword. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, you need 250. I had 235. Yeah. Okay. Got my, got my ma- armor all the way. Hit legend rank on the Crucible. Yeah. Which is the highest you can go, and that's one of the things to masterwork. I think it's the boots. Oh, and you have to masterwork the whole set for any of it to be masterworked? No, I, I or, don't think so, because uh, you can master... the Probably the other really easy one is you can just defeat 10 bosses, oh. and that's tracking for me. Okay. I'm about halfway done. Boots didn't... It didn't masterwork, so I didn't complete the thing. Wow. Yeah. Like I I hit legend rank, I reset my rank, everything. Didn't didn't sit, didn't give it to me. That I'm like so fucking lame. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I was very fucking frustrated. So, once that happened, I'm like, yeah, not gonna probably not going to get this cuz I could have went around and found the memories. I could have grinded out 10 more public events probably and got it, but I'm like yeah, I'm okay. That's cool. I'm glad glad you got your shirt. Yep. An acknowledgement of I've played a lot of Destiny. I played more (laughs) Destiny 2 than I wanted to, and all I got was this shirt that I paid $25 for because t-shirts are too expensive. Yeah. God damn. Remember when t-shirts were like 15 bucks? Yeah. Now they're like $20, $25? Or you go to a show and they're 40 Fuck. Crazy. Don't pay $40 for a t-shirt. I only did once. And it was because it's one of my favorite bands and it's their final tour mm. ever. So I'm like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, but, but yeah, no, don't do that. Don't do that at all. Mm. But yeah. Turn Very around, cool. look at, look at what they cost online and you're like, oh fuck, I paid more money. Yeah. <laughs> Go. Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I did that. Um, what else did I do? Shit, I t- talked about Nino Cooney. I dived back into Rocket League. They did their progression update this week. What is that? What uh, did they so change? They changed how leveling works. Um, used to, like, every time you'd gain a level past level 20, like, the requirement to the, get to the next level would just raise higher. Mm-hmm. They capped that at 20,000 experience. So it's Overwatch now? Yeah, it's kind of Overwatch. Every time you level up, instead of giving you a loot box, they just give you an uncommon item, which isn't... It, they aren't rare, obviously, by definition. Uh, but you can trade in five of them for a rare item, so every five levels you can trade them up. I see. And then so on. Hmm. But yeah, it's capped at 20,000. And they changed how uh, your score works per game... Uh, Taking away points for like first touch and useless stuff like air juggle or aerial touch, like that kind of stuff is out. And they, I'm not sure if they adjusted the values of the other stuff or not, but that factors in minorly to your end of score, end of uh, end of match score, and then that score contributes to your experience. 
Although it's a small portion of that, you mostly get experience for match participation, for completing matches. Okay. Uh, it's based on how much how much time the match took itself, kind of like Overwatch. So it's Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, that makes sense. though. So. but yeah, I, I dove in to check out how that that all worked, and it seemed pretty fun. They added clubs, so now you can create your own club and invite people to it. They added new trophies. Mm. For, for the related to the club stuff, they've added so many trophies in that game. I have the platinum, and I have like fifty percent or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so they they did that. Uh, I've been running into clubs online. Like I was, I was just playing casuals, and I'm running into these clubs, and I'm like, "Yo, y'all in a club, but I'm gonna smack you because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're playing casuals, but you don't know who I am." And I just. I've been I've been whipping fools all day, Tyler. <laughs> that's good. I'm glad. But yeah, that that's been fun. I I can't stop playing Rocket League. Next week they start their uh, Rocket Pass. Mm. They did a trailer for that today. That'll be interesting. And uh, looking at some of the item, they they didn't show off all the items, but in their trailer they showed a little. You know how the Battle Pass has like the free and premium tracks. Mm-hmm. They showed showed uh, like the beginning of those two tracks in the trailer, and I'm looking at them, and it seems like some cool stuff. Like there's some cool cars to unlock. There's uh, they're actually advertising a couple of things. Like there's this car that you get multiple versions of as you uh, get up the Battle Pass. It just improves this one model car. The looks of it. Uh, and then there's also a goal explosion it gives you also at right on. one of the tiers. So, yeah. There's a lot there. Yeah. They've added so much to Rocket League Yeah, since last yeah, time I played. This Battle Pass, I think it said it, it ran from September through October 20-something. Mm-hmm. So it's like a two-month thing or something. Or one-month thing, rather. So I'm not sure. One and a half. I don't know. It's weird. Mm. Like... I'm not sure what the pricing is on it either. I didn't really mm-hmm. investigate too much into that. Yeah. Oh. What's up? You I just of remembered of another story that came out. Okay. That we uh, while you get that, I will it. talk a little bit about a video game I played. Oh, man. what What is its name? Man. There was something small that I played. I, f- I kind of forget its name. But never mind. Let's talk. I, I also played a little bit of The Witcher today, just before I came over here, doing my Death March run. Oh, God. I banged Kira Metz. Oh. How's that getting back into that? It's fun. Um, now that, like, having had previous Witcher experience, going back and making different choices and seeing how they play out in that world is kind of fun to do. Mm. Because I realized that some some of the choices I made beforehand were kind of, like, lazy and shitty. And, like, hey, I like what I've done so far. Right. You know, I so today, basically all I did was the uh, Tower of Rats quest, you know, where there's that curse on Fike Isle? Yeah. And the lazy thing would to do is just go along with what the ghost says and bring the bones to the to uh, Graham, the fisherman who she thinks abandoned her. But then I did the whole long route of it of bringing Graham to the island. And spoilers for The Witcher Three: a side quest, Graham still dies. Yeah. Damn. That's a fucking great game. I love that game. Are you playing it because you're hyped on CD Projekt Red's other game, 
Cyberpunk 2077? Sort of, yes and no. Uh, I was just, I was like, oh, it's about an hour before I have to go to Tyler's. What's something that I can bang out now? Or I'm like, oh yeah, the side quest kind of thing. I can mm. do that. Yeah. But yeah, Cyberpunk. They dropped a gameplay trailer. Yes. A lengthy gameplay trailer, about 18 minutes or so. 48 minutes. 48? Oh, I thought it was... Oh, I no. must have seen a cut-down version later. Yeah. Or, yeah, you're right. It was 48, 48 minutes. 48 I lost track of time minutes. when I was watching it, too. I just... Yeah. I was looking at my phone as I had my... I, was, I had my dog outside. I was looking at my phone, and then I went inside with the dog, and then I sat down at my computer. Yeah. And I just kept watching it. It, lo- it was... Give me this fucking game. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, there's so much about this that yeah, I'm there's just a lot to unpack here. so, so excited about. First of all, the storytelling of The Witcher 3 decisions and everything was fairly complicated. And you did make decisions that ultimately impacted you and you didn't know it and though your decisions definitely did impact the story yeah and in ways that i feel other rpgs have not done as well and they're saying with cyberpunk 2077 what we did in witcher 3 that's cute let's turn it up a notch it's just insane. Like the the smallest little things matter. Everything matters in this game that you're doing. It, it seems like, and just watching this quest unfold, like the decisions you could make. Like, do you want to pull the gun on the people and fight mm-hmm. them? Do you want to just keep the money and do something else with it? Um, do you want to do this with your? With, you know, the upgrades you get, how do you want to handle this situation, that situation? Yeah. Every single thing matters. Yeah, it's it crazy. Seems, it seems very fluid. Like, there aren't, like... It isn't like there are key decision points. It's like every dis- every decision point, it has a key. Like, yeah. it, it has not only a flavoring to what's going to happen, but an actual, like, change in what you're going to be doing next. Right. And, and what I liked about it is that at least the way they're presenting it now with the dialogue, like, you know, there, it's not like this, this piece of dialogue is blue because it's good. And this one's mm-hmm. red because it's bad. It's all just dialogue and you just choose and you don't really know. You might not know what the consequences are of your action, but it's not guiding you towards a path and putting this preset thing in your mind. You yeah, know, it's it's forcing you to play the character exactly, and it's really immersing you in, in that world. And holy guacamole, that world! Mm-hmm. You know, at least just the the slice that they showed. Um, Night City looks fucking awesome. It looks busy, very busy. In in like the first time when you walk out of of your apartment, in just the amount of density in this city, like how alive it felt. You know, apparently everybody is on their own schedule, and all this stuff. Like, how do you even make all of this work? It just boggles my mind. By designing for next generation heart. Exactly, and that that is one thing. Like, oh. Uh, I, 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 this game will be on a PlayStation 4. Will it run well? That I have no clue. I honestly have no fucking clue. Because it's, it's very intense. It's probably, and what I like about it is I'm sure this is a huge world, but it's also a very dense 
and vertical world. Yeah. So I feel like they're just able to pack it with more interesting things and locations rather than just make this gigantic sprawling thing like they did in the Witcher three. And there was a lot of cool, interesting things in the, in the Witcher three's world. Um, but this, it's a lot more, it seems a lot more shrunk down in a way, you know, mm-hmm. cause it's a city. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, 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 I <laughs> there's just so much, so many thoughts yeah. here. The, the two things I, I, I got to say is one, the game looked very good, mm-hmm. but I also feel like it doesn't look as good as it could be personally. Um, and I think, you know, one, it is probably, it's still very much in development. Yeah. So they can definitely fine tune that and all that. But two, they took a lot of shit for the Witcher three yeah. for graphical downgrades. I feel like they might've purposely, and I'm just assuming purposely, tone it down just a little bit you know just to maybe throw people off of like yeah this is definitely not not finished i'm not saying they did that i would say like but more on that front they like throughout the entire this entire video this whole stream they pretty repetitively said that this is early and all things are subject to change exactly they they made that very upfront and clear at multiple points during this entire stream yeah like i was just watching i'm like i'm like this looks great. It, it honestly does, but I just feel like it could look a little bit crisper and, and better. And if, if we're going to st- stick on criticisms here, one one of the things that I noticed, and it might just be shitty of me to put this on it, it looked a little slow to me. Like, the whole, the combat looked slow to me. Really? Yeah. It feel like it felt like they were rel- relying on this false sense of speed by using these ab- these abilities to make time slow down. It isn't mm-hmm. actually you going faster or playing faster. Mm-hmm. Uh it but that might just be me playing Doom recently Maybe. and then seeing that first person. And it could also be them just tr- trying to craft a smoother visual experience for people to watch a trailer. Yeah, I mean that 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 could be it too. I I wonder how much that's going to evolve. Yeah, it it just I looked like it was playing slow and a little bit heavy to me. Yeah, like there was there were times where, you know, the character just stayed behind cover and then just shot their gun because their bullets ricocheted around around the wall, which mm-hmm. is fucking yeah, cool. I'm not saying there isn't anything yeah, cool about but, that. But yeah. you know, it's just like you're just sitting there doing that and the character's just taking damage and then you pop out and you slow down time and you shoot a few bullets, which the whole thing is it, it's it's very slick, but I, I can see how someone would think that way. Yeah, I but can definitely. See not that. every game has to play as fast as Doom. I get yeah, it. and it got way better towards the end of the gameplay demo when she got the robot, yeah, and now she could double jump and do all sorts of wicked fucking stuff. I'm like, yeah, they that's cool. A few abilities, but that's end. like higher end stuff. Mm-hmm. So how long does it take to get there? Um, the quest they did was just so detailed. In, in in like we were talking earlier about you know, your so many of your choices matter like it was just thing after thing after thing that was popping up in on the quest log of like things you could do and this leads to that and that leads to that but it's all one quest Guess it's what, crazy Tyler, that's a side quest I know and that's what's fucking crazy too <laughs> I, I just I also had the thought of like oh my god this game's gonna be two hundred hours long <laughs> yep. <laughs> You betcha. This is going to be crazy. One one worry I have, and maybe it's valid, maybe it's not, and this is obviously just based off of a 48-minute demo we have. So 
eventually you'll get a car. Yeah. Car seems cool. But without the car, I just wonder how how much of a bitch is it going to be to get around this world public, at times. Public transport. That's your fast drive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe. But like, you know, if, if you have buildings with a lot of verticality to them and a lot of openings you could go into, you know, how much of a pain in the ass is it just, just going to be to get where you need to go of like well i think i gotta go over here but i i just can't figure out how to get over there sometimes like that can kind of be a little bit of a a pain it's not a big worry to me but Mm -hmm. i'm sure i'm sure you know you'll get used to it after you play it for a few hours and everything um you mean after well that's uh, after a few hours and then after i spend like However many ungodly hours I do in that character customization. Yeah, that seemed pretty deep. Yeah, you choose your backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of different stuff there. I like that. And um, choose I, how your mods I, make you look too. You have your own physical yep. appearance, appearance, but then there are like cybernetic mods and stuff to make make yep. yourself look all teched out. Yes, and and I I like the customization of just the character as you were going through and you know when she ended up getting that that mod you know the dude like operated on her and stuff like that seemed cool as well i I enjoyed that i overall i really am pleased with what they showed i really am i'm literally at the point of like i don't need to see anything else in this game it'll be at an e3 again probably next year and I'll watch it and I'll get super stoked. But I really, I, I know what I want. Yeah. And this game's really going to, I hope, deliver on it pretty well. It's CD Projekt Red and I really do believe in them. They, they've really transformed themselves into one of the best developers out there. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, Take I, all the time you need to. Like, no rush to get this game out. I don't think they do have a rush on it. Like, I think no. that's one of the benefits they have because they do have, like, the number one competitor to Steam in uh, yeah. good old games. Yeah. Or GOG. I don't think they go by good old games anymore, but... Yeah. Yeah, that's like... They have the money coming in to fund this, so I, yeah. I feel like that's one of the key things. And also, like, The Witcher 3 sold in- incredibly yeah. well for them. The DLC sold really well for them, so... Yeah. Uh, no, no rush there. Do you think it was a mistake to put this out though? Because they would, I feel, I feel like they really didn't want to, but the demand was so high after showing it at E3 and then at Gamescom. See well, I, I feel like if they were, if they were that prepared to show it to like, I, I feel like if they were prepared to show it to media and press, like, I, I don't know why they would show it that early if they aren't prepared to show the wider audience anything at all like I, I don't think they had to go this in depth with everything that they showed they didn't have to show the entire thing that they showed the yeah. press for because by, by all accounts I think that's that's what they showed at least yeah, that's what I've heard it is. Is what they showed it is uh, they, they didn't have to do that they could have made something smaller something sleeker yeah for for the general audience but they didn't so they going as far as they did I think that might have that might be a little bit much but who knows? Maybe they're just confident. Maybe they, they, yeah. maybe this game's coming sooner than we think. Who knows? Honestly, like, who the hell knows? But um, my only worry is, like, with a story we're going to get to later is, like, everybody's arguing about fucking goddamn puddles. Like, 
you put out a pretty big chunk of this game and you're still pretty balls deep in development. Mm-hmm. Things can totally change. And like they said, like they didn't want to put it out because then they felt locked into whatever they showed in this, which I don't think is the case, but we know how the internet can be with some of these things. And, and I hope that doesn't happen to them again. They were pretty upfront and clear and like Very clear. they they have something to point to to tell people to shut their damn mouths. Yeah. I mean, they said it so many times in this, like, this is a work in And progress. it was always this on the change. screen, too. Yes. Yeah. So please keep that in mind when they start showing more of this game in the future. You know? Just wait for the damn game, because it's going to be a goddamn event when this thing launches. I always think it's really fucking dumb when people who have no idea how game development works try to comment on how game development works yeah like they're they're cutting back they're Mm. they yeah it's they're lying oh my god yeah last thing i want to want to say on cyberpunk is what did you think of the dialogue because that's another thing people are talking about jackie is gonna piss me off yeah I mean, I, he is I, so annoying yeah that that's that's probably i think maybe the biggest criticism you could have of this game right now of what they've shown is and it's like yeah a lot of ju- a lot i know I, i'm a pretty vulgar person sometimes but they i feel like they used it excessively like as if it, it were a crutch that if they didn't know what to write just curse word yeah i feel like that i don't know it's it seemed very edgy to me. I I think that's something that will definitely change. I think that's a lot of the biggest criticism that people have of it of like I don't know about this guy mm-hmm. and his dialogue and if I have to listen to this fucking jackass wonder- for 80 hours I don't know. <laughs> hmm. I wonder if you get to pick I I'm just I don't want to speculate too much about this game. I wonder if Jackie is a constant or if like you have a choice of someone else that you team up with. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. So many unknowns. Mm-hmm. But damn. Yeah. I was happy. Looking forward to that whenever it comes out. And the way they put this out was interesting they just started this live stream randomly monday morning yep and it was just all this code and that code Mm -hmm. was pushed at 9-11 somewhere along the line someone someone caught that it's not (laughs) i'm like what (laughs) obviously it's probably random but yeah all right well had to come to this at some point we gotta get into the news the sad news yes the kind of infuriating news if you ask me um there was a madden tournament in jacksonville florida this happened friday uh unfortunate timing that we couldn't address this earlier but yeah there was a shooting at a madden tournament in jacksonville where i'm still haven't got all the details on it here but uh Allegedly, it was a participant who opened fire after uh, being eliminated from the tournament. Yeah. Um, let's see. It says 13 victims here. Let's see. 11 with gunshot wounds, two with other injuries, one suspect deceased. I think two, two of the people that were shot also were killed. Let's, I'm trying to look, look at this here. 
they yeah this article doesn't have everything here um but fucking mass shooting at a goddamn gaming event what the fuck yeah it's because I, I saw this when it happened on Sunday too and it's just it's incredibly aggravating I, I get very just frustrated when this shit happens because of course of course everybody knows what a potential help to these things can be in this country but nobody wants to fucking do it and well people want to do it but they can't because of the way our government is set up and because of the way lobbying works and all this stupid fucking bullshit and laws that are passed and just ridiculous shit that even our own leadership can't just own up and say, we need to do something about this because this is not normal. This shouldn't be normal. And this is the only country that it happens where any given day, 20 people could just die anywhere, which is fucking scary to think about. It it truly is scary to think about. That's, that's what, that's what just, (laughs) infuriates me and the thing to me is like it's not good for it to happen anywhere obviously it's Mm -hmm. fucking terrible for it to happen but like a video game event is meant to just bring people together and have a good time and and just compete with each other in just a a friendly fashion Mm -hmm. an Olympic like fashion you could maybe say you know it's just competition and the fact that you lost in that's that's what happens i just it sucks it really it really sucks it really does it's it really just it pisses me off like how easy it is for just anyone to fucking obtain and implement of that can do yeah. something like this. Like, yeah. why the fuck is... It, why is there no sort of common sense gun control? Why Why is that not a fucking thing? Like, why, like, why can't we have that? And then if we want to implement that, then all these fucking people go, you're trying to take away my guns. And it's like, no. No, we just, just want to make sure dumbasses and people yes. who mean to do harm don't get fucking guns. I don't and get, maybe you should fucking want that too. Yeah, like if you are normal... I don't want to say that either, but like, I like, I don't give a fuck how many guns you have, but if, if someone shouldn't have access to guns, then that should be a thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be easy for people with mental health issues to go obtain a weapon Mm -hmm. and the the thought behind that is crazy like to me they shouldn't be easily it shouldn't be easy for them to obtain a weapon it should be easy for them to get health care yeah. and help that's that's the common sense fucking thing yeah. but it's money in some cases you know and and that's what's f- aggravating you know like okay 
you, you don't want to do anything about gun control, then let's let's really think about how we deal with mental health in this country. Yeah, that that's certainly something that could could help. It's, you know, it's it's just it's crazy. Like there, it's like we're getting fucked on both ends. Like there's yeah. there's no like you're not going to solve this problem. You're not going to solve that problem. You're just going to fucking let it let this shit happen, and it's going to keep happening until something gets done. And the only way that any either us or you can do anything about it is go out and fucking vote. That's that's mm-hmm. the only thing we can do about it. And hopefully we can get people in office that will will actually make shit happen to prevent yeah. things like this. Yeah. I I I really thought and it's very unfortunate because it's just it was it was such a hor- horrific thing. But I thought after the Las Vegas incident mm. last year that that was like the straw that would do it. You no, know, because, because the fucking politicians are owned by lobbying organizations. Exactly, because that was one where over fifty people just died mm-hmm. randomly, and one and, just one guy sitting in a fucking exactly, hotel. Exactly, and I thought that was that was honestly the one where people were going to go. We have to do something about this. Like, we really do. And something was going to change. But actually, no, it, it went the other way in in certain cases. And it's just aggravating. It really is. The one one thing about this is that um, EA donated a million dollars to the victims of, of this horrific thing, which I think is great for them to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a lot of money. Yeah. It's, but at the same time... They should have never had to do this in the first place. Yeah. It's it's unfortunate and I man, I just I hope everyone stays safe out there. I hope like they yeah. you know, it's a temporary measure, I know, but people have been talking about up, yeah. upping security and everything at these events and kind of stuff like that. And like man, that's so goddamn hard. You you understand how exp- <laughs> how we've been it's to expensive. a PAX. You've seen that line mm-hmm. to get into to yeah. a convention. Security there, it isn't. They don't really frisk you or anything no. like you. No, and even on the show floor, I felt like I didn't yeah. see a lot, and that's yeah. that's just a it's a scary thought. I mean, even when I go to like a s- small club show, yeah, and they don't pat people down, I'm like, e- e- that thought does go to your head now. Because that's just the country that we live in. Yeah, and especially at those shows, they don't even have a metal detect- detector no, there. they don't have a metal detector. They Sometimes they don't pat people down. It's like, okay. Like, yeah, and it's like, a, it's a Sometimes sh- when they're checking bags, they'll just, they don't even root around in there anymore. Yeah. They just open it up and they're like, oh, okay, a, right. a sweatshirt. Okay. And like, yeah, it's a show, music, it's meant to bring people together, but you never know. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, you never know. Yeah, it's 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 a scary thing that that's a thought that has to go to almost everybody's head in this country, you know. And and I I hope that they do up security. That's I mean one of the other things of this is I mean that, that's the only thing we can do at this point. Like without any any changes to the laws is that yeah. And even that's not that's not going to be perfect, and that's not good enough. Right. But it's something that could potentially help, for sure. So EA uh, made a statement on this, and uh, they they um, decided to cancel all the Madden qualifier tournaments. And um, 
I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's a, it's a pretty solid statement from EA, honestly. But they said that they're canceling all of them to reevaluate their security on all of their events and how they deal with security. And uh, I think that's a, that's a good, honestly, a good call. Mm-hmm. Because if they could just maybe cancel them for now, reevaluate how they want to do security and handle it, and then maybe reschedule them down the road, you know, it's a competition. I mean, it sucks, but it can wait. Honestly, mm-hmm. this yeah. is a bigger priority. Um, yeah, but but I, I, go read that statement because it's from Andrew Wilson from Yay. It's a good statement. Ooh. Sucks. Yeah. Thoughts go to all the victims and their families. I don't, sometimes I just don't want to leave my house. And this is one of those things that makes me like, yeah, maybe I should just stay inside. Yeah. And that's a shitty thing to have to think. Agreed. It is. Well, let's get into some other things. Hopefully some more uplifting things. Yeah, somehow you got tra- guy go out transfer out of these things. Yeah, it's always always hard to do. You know, Kiryu doesn't use a gun unless nope. you choose to pick up one of the enemy's guns and use them. But Kiryu, known for using his fists, beating up thugs on the street. Hey man, and his team behind Yakuza now they they said they're going to reveal something new in September which makes me excited because I like the Yakuza games and I'd like to see what they do next that Tokyo so, uh, game show yeah the Tokyo game show that's what I would assume they didn't actually say that but that's around when Tokyo game yeah. show always happens so mm-hmm. around September 19th well September 19th is when the Tokyo game show is so, yeah, we'll, we'll probably see something about that soon. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'm intrigued. I've never played a Yakuza game, though. But we need to change that. We do. Yeah. Are you going to play that Kiwami 2? I'm a very busy person right now. Yeah. You got a lot of other RPGs to play. Got a lot of... Yeah, I've just got a lot on my plate right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's definitely a game I will play eventually. Maybe even by the end of the year, but just not right now. Yeah, a lot of Yakuza coming out over the past two years. Yeah. <laughs> Think what four games? I, I don't want to burn myself out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had uh, Zero and Kwame last year, and Six and Kwame Two this year. Yep. Mm. But yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, a lot of people looking forward to a remaster of Animusha Warlords. I don't have any particular uh, affinity towards Animusha, and I don't know much about this particular game, but Capcom doing their remaster trick. Yeah. I mean, people have been calling for Animusha to come back. Um, so, cool. This is a little random as well, but they're remastering it. Um, with high definition graphics, widescreen support, analog stick controls, easy mode from the start, mm. new soundtrack. Um, it's kind of an action game that was on PS2. Comes out January fifteenth for twenty dollar. If you want, um, watching this gameplay trailer or watching this, just there's some gameplay in it. Um, the way this game just looks in controls seems very fucking weird, especially from camera angles, mm-hmm. like very outdated sort of thing. 
Uh, it's but yeah. when it comes out, it's going to be like an 18 year old video game. Yeah, it's going to be like, weird. At a certain point, when you remaster something, maybe you should do more than remaster it. Maybe just remake it or just make a new one. Yeah, why not? Um, I feel like I've played an Anamusha game back on PS2. Oh, give me a second. I'm going to look up Anamusha games because I feel like I just kind of because I used to rent a ton of games when I was a kid and I feel like this is something I, I picked up. All right. Well, look while you do that, do you have, hmm, I've never played a Streets of Rage game either. Me either. Those beat-em-ups. Um, but we're getting Streets of Rage 4, apparently. And also, I'm not sure if we ever talked about that, but Windjammers 2. Those two games were announced to be coming. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. Someone called Dave Lang. Yeah. About Windjammers 2. I'm sure he's already seen plenty of tweets about that. But yeah. Some old video games getting new titles. Uh, you ever play... Uh, you, hmm. Did you play the Windjammers that came out? I did not, no. Uh, I, I have. It's fun. So, as your research... Anamusha turned I up say results. I played Anamusha Dawn of Dreams, mm. which was on PS2 in 2006. I want to say that's that's PS2 the one there. I played. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. All right. You remember Shovel Knight? I do. Do you like Shovel Knight? Um. I oh, wait, like yeah, Shovel Knight. That was a, that was a, Shovel Knight doesn't like me. Did you ever beat Shovel Knight? No. Damn. I got to the part where you have to fight all the bosses in a row and yeah. just kept dying over and over again and just said, fuck this. Okay. I'm done. But I what, bought what, it what, again on Switch because it just, it keeps calling my name. Mm. I'm like, I got to do this. And I think I'm only on like the third level, but it's going way better than the first time I went through it. So. All right. All right. Progress. Progress being made. See, the thing is, is I think it's just a, a timing and a control thing. Because if I can go play through Guacamelee and Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze and Ori and the Blind Forest and all these kind of difficult 2D platforming games, there's no fucking reason why I shouldn't be able to beat Shovel Knight. I think it's just the feel of that game that just throws me off. Well, maybe if Shovel Knight were a different genre, such as a platform fighter slash brawler sure which is what the final shovel knight dlc is going to be yeah i believe it's called showdown where uh it's yeah it's a smash like game where uh you pick one of the characters from shovel knight and you fight other characters from shovel knight because shovel knight can't be a character in smash apparently yeah. This just makes me more mad about Shovel Knight not being a character in Smash. That the, that they had to go out and make their own platform fighter here. But yeah, this seems pretty cool. Uh all the all the bosses coming yeah. back. It seems like this could be a good time. Yeah. It's it a seems... really strange change like like yeah. I did not see this coming because they just made 2D platforming levels, and that's what they did. But uh, 
I wonder how this plays. Yeah, agreed. Um, and also the sh- other Shovel Knight expansion, King of Cards, got a release date April 9th. Oh, which I feel is very far away. Yeah. You know, they announced that a while ago. But April 9th, 2019 is when Shovel Knight King of Cards will come out, which is the final story-based campaign for the game. All right. So you're getting two more big things for Shovel Knight. And my goodness, by the time this launches in 2019 it'll be almost five years since this this game came out and they're still working on it putting new content out so there's a goddamn package there yeah and that's cool um i'm just is beloved it is it's a great game and in instantly became like a very iconic character in the modern gaming landscape which i like you know we don't get a lot of them a lot of like brand new iconic characters and uh but at the same time, I'm ready for Yacht Club Games to do something new. Okay. They're a very talented studio, and I, I want to see them just do something completely brand new. You know, e- even if it's a Shovel Knight game, just like something fucking new. Put you a know two I mean? at the end of it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Shovel Knight 64. Make it 3D. Mm. Maybe I'll be good at it. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'm Maybe. fucking t- awful at 2D Mario. Give me 3D Mario. I'm not saying I'm the best dude in the world, but I'll, I'm, I'm at least very competent. Okay. You know? It's weird. Hmm. Yeah. More Shovel Knight. Not a bad thing. That's all right. That we won't get that other DLC till next year, because we have plenty of games coming up to include Spider-Man next week. Next fucking week. We've already got some details on what they plan to do with DLC. They're adding puddle DLC. No, just let's. God damn it! You want to talk about that first? No, no. Let's, let's. You want to talk uh, about puddles? Let's get the DLC out of the way. All right. So there is a DLC. They, hmm. The city that never sleeps is a series. Hmm. I'm trying to read here. So there's a series of DLCs coming. Yes, there's three of them. Huh. You can buy them separately for $10 each, or buy them all for $25. They're each, like, I think they're story chapters yep. and stuff. I So, how do you feel about knowing about a game's DLC plans before you even touch the game? Typically, I don't like it. Um, and I think this one is kind of weird because we, like, have a date for this DLC already, and it's kind of like... Mm, I I don't know how I feel about that, but it's so common anymore that you kind of just can't get mad at it. Like Assassin's Creed is going to be like, yeah, buy our season pass. We're going to have three expansions for it, you know, buy our Call of Duty season pass and just get just bend over, actually, you know, and. So I I go both ways because at the same time, like I'm down for extra content if the game's great, but I'm also down for that extra content not being carved out of the game, but I'm also down for extra content if you give me a big meaty game, which is what it seems like they're doing with Spider-Man. The game apparently takes on average 20 hours to get through, which, hey, 
fuck it. I'm fine with that. Yeah. You know, and, and if I want more, I can go get more then. It, but it's it's a fine line. I think it I think it ultimately comes down to what is the base game like? We knew that Star Wars Battlefront, the original one, was going to have a $50 season pass before the game launched, and it was going to add more maps than the base game had. All these new modes, all these new characters, and then you look at the the game when it launched, it's like, okay, it's fun, but like, there's not a lot here. And you're asking me to basically pay for another game, practically, to get the full experience, and you're telling me that ahead of time? That's fucked up. But in this case, it's like, hey, you want to spend $10, 20 25 get some extra stuff after you've played this game for 20, 30 hours? You, you can. It, it all depends on the base game, in a way. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, see, I my issue is this seems like a really quick turnaround. Yes. Very quick. Like, you get this game, and then the next month you already have DLC. All of these chapters will be out this year. Yeah. Your entire Spider-Man experience will be out by the end of the year, unless they decide to put more DLCs out next year, which I'm not sure. Did they detail any of that? I don't think so. I don't think so, no. So, yeah, it's really strange that both Spider-Man and maybe Spider-Man the Complete Edition will be out by the end of the year. I don't think they'll do the the complete edition right before the end of the year. Will they before the middle of next year? I can see it. I feel like that would be a little too quick. Uh, it's just, I feel that this is very strange, and like I, I wonder how big these these chapters mm. will be. Yeah, I'm wondering like, that too. For ten dollars each, how how big are they going to be? Yeah. Right. And uh, like Spider-Man is like I'm not I can't imagine they add too much area to the to the game because Spider-Man you think of it's a New York character. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man stays in New York. Like mm-hmm. you don't I don't I don't see much room to expand on that front. Yeah. It's probably going to be a lot of uh, just story content and I maybe some I, new puddles. Fuck it. Let's get to the puddles, damn it. <laughs> Those motherfuckers lied to us about the size of the puddles in this video game, and we're all gonna get angry about it. <laughs> um, a bunch of angry people on Reddit. Yeah, you go on Reddit. So Reddit is—they're uh, trying—they're making the argument that Spider-Man has been downgraded graphics-wise, and. The big thing about it is that there was a nice puddle in the E3 demo and in the bay in the game that launches, there's not a puddle really. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you look at the the character model, there is a difference there, and it does look like the one from E3 over a year ago is a little bit more textured and detailed than the one that we're getting. Um, But I just don't necessarily think that that's something to go and just become super bitchy over, in my opinion. And uh, Insomniac Games is trying to shut this shit down, basically saying that there's no, no downgrade at all. 
Um, and to me, it's kind of minimal in a way. Like I'm looking at this image here and it's like, okay, there's a little bit more wrinkles in the Spider-Man on the left in this image we're looking at than on the right. But it's like, you look at everything in the background and you know, that's pretty much the same. There's a puddle in one of them and there's not a puddle in the other one. <laughs> you know, you put a puddle with reflective water in it. Of course, it's going to just immediately look better mm-hmm. because reflections when rendered are beautiful. I don't know. I, I, I just think it's something very ridiculous and it, it kind of cracks me up and I'm not trying to just apologize and be one of those people for insomniac games I just think this is just fucking stupid now all the the shit that was thrown at Ubisoft over what the original watchdogs I feel like that was well deserved because you look at that original e3 demo and it's like oh my fucking god this looks good and then you get the game and it kind of looked like a little bit like ass especially now um so i feel like that sort of stuff is deserved but this here it's like i don't know man i don't know it just doesn't make much sense to me personally what about you this is just uh another case of people being shitty on the internet just i feel like people just are looking for something to get angry about yeah gotta complain about something why do you have to comp- there's plenty of things to be mad about why do you have to point your finger at video games why 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 of all the things in this world that you should be fucking mad about that you're gonna be like oh this video game uh well it doesn't I don't think it looks as good as it when they first showed it uh there's definitely no way I could cancel my pre-order if that's that's what con- call- convinced me to buy the game in the first place no just no if you're that angry about it, you probably weren't going to buy the game anyway. Yeah, exactly. I also feel like, I don't know, if you're one that just really is super anal about graphics, you're not looking at you're a PlayStation not, You're game. not you're playing not on PlayStation games. Exactly. I don't know. It's just, it's just dumb to me. Like, it really, in the end, it, it doesn't matter. Like, it... If it does somehow come out that's like, wow, this game really doesn't look good at all, then like, okay, maybe something's warranted, who knows. But even like the stuff we saw at E3, I'm like, this looks fine. It looks very fine for what it mm-hmm. needs to be. I don't know. Just dumb. Like, just just play the fucking game. Especially this game. It's like, yes, I want it to look good, but this game is going to be all about how does it play mm-hmm. and yeah, what's absolutely. the story, not fucking oh Spider-Man suit has a few wrinkles over here that aren't in, in in this final version. And this puddle's a little bit bigger than that puddle. Like, come on! And, and also, like, E three is meant for that sort of shit to just blow your fucking mind because all these developers and publishers know that that's what E3 is. That's what people want because there's so much fucking hype around E3 that they know they can just, it's gotta be flashy. It's gotta look really nice. And I feel like certain developers are toning it down to be a lot more real 
mm-hmm. you know, especially in trailers and stuff. But that's what E3 is. You got to put your fucking goggles on when you watch E3. Like as fun as it is, as exciting as it is, like put your goggles on a little bit and then just know that things might change. These games are still in development. And this E3 is a gigantic marketing tool, Yeah, you know? I don't know. Like, uh, if the, if they were outright completely lying to us, and all of a sudden this is a fucking Venom game or something really dumb, or we're like like barely Spider Man, I don't fucking know. You know, then okay, maybe there's some warranted there, but they they're not really lying about anything. Uh, just the art changed a little bit. Like, calm the fuck down. It just cracks me up. I I. I I love IGN's headline of Spider-Man's are arguing about puddle sizes. Like that's a great headline. I also hate how this is the top story on their website because it's just like them slow news week. (laughs) Exactly. Like this article is getting a shitload of clicks and I'm not saying they're all about clicks or whatever, but it's like they're feeding into just completely dumb bullshit that I feel they shouldn't be feeding into. But hey, whatever, whatever. I mean, maybe maybe their intent. Maybe that's we don't we don't know intent. It's maybe they maybe they want to make them feel dumb. Maybe, maybe. That's, maybe that's their intent to maybe. point at this and be like, look at how stupid this is. <laughs> yeah, and I, I feel like that's part of the the headline in a way of like yeah. Spider Man fans are arguing over puddles. Like that's just fucking stupid. Yeah, it just sounds stupid. Yeah, like I th- I think that's. There, there, there is feeding into a thing, but I think this is more of pointing out how stupid this thing is in the yeah. first place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My goodness. Well, we'll already have a Spider-Man DLC by the time Battlefield Five comes out. You might have two of them. We Who might knows? have two of them <laughs> because Battlefield Five has been delayed till November. Wow, that's a crazy move. November twentieth. Just days before Black Friday. I think last week we were talking about how Battlefield 5's pre-orders were down. Yeah. And, and how it was kind of really bad timing for the game. I mean, you're, it's still a packed holiday, but I think this is a lot, a much better spot for this game. Yeah, it definitely, it has a lot more room to breathe. Uh, it's... It's got almost an entire month between it and uh, Red Dead. Exactly. When's Red Dead again? Is that October? October 26th. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, almost a month. And that's, you know, a few more weeks of development time, too, probably, Mm -hmm. to make the game better before they have to put it on a disc. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, it's overall, this isn't a bad thing. And honestly, I think it's going to work out better for EA launching it this time. I was trying to think. I'm like, man, when did they delay Battlefield? And then I went, oh, Battlefield Hardline. When they delayed that completely out of the year and it launched in like March. Battlefield Hardline. I know. That that game just like, I can't believe it was a thing. But still, you know. You could not make a Battlefield Hardline in today's today's climate. Yeah. Especially with uh, where police stand in society right now the the way that uh, yeah. some things have been exposed yeah about how that kind of work gets done but yeah it's yeah hmm. the main I'm excited for battlefield 5 i'm still excited for it and i'm not i'm not at all worried about this delay Mm-mm. me either 
I'm excited for it too. The main fact, thing they I'm more, I'm more excited about Battlefield Five than I'm Black Ops Four. Oh yeah, to absolutely. be honest, like, absolutely. Black Ops Four is a game that I'm not even sure I'm gonna get. I I had that same exact thought the other day. I'm like, I that, just I just that don't might be know. A wait and see game for me to see how the blackout thing. <laughs> yeah, in in I I want to play almost every game that's coming out this fall more than Black Ops Four right now. Oh. And like the the thing is, I'm not much of a zombies guy. So the only thing mm. in it for me in Black Ops Four is its multiplayer, and they're making its multiplayer seem more like Overwatch. Yeah. Seems like the seems like it's taking a lot more bullets to kill people. <laughs> seems like it's not as much of a Call of Duty game anymore. Yeah. Which who knows? That could be a good thing. I I don't know, but Call of Duty is so Call of Duty self centered that. It's kind of hard to bring people together like that, you know. Yeah, Call of Duty to me is more of like, oh, I can if I if I ambush them here, or if I get the shot, if I get shots off first on target, I'm gonna win this fight, mm-hmm. or stuff stuff like that. It's like, yeah, I, I don't know. It, I don't know how to feel about this whole like team fighting idea. Yeah, yeah. I've just, I think over the past few years, I've. I've probably played more Call of Duty, but I've enjoyed playing Battlefield more mm-hmm. because I just like that experience of a big, gigantic fight. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. And Battlefield Five, it it looks so good. I know it's not going to look as good as what they've shown on console. But like they're definitely mm-hmm. showing off PC stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I, man, I'm excited. This fall is going to be great. Yes. It's kicking off next week. <laughs> Destiny 2 Forsaken. Yeah, there's, there's a next week. bunch of Destiny 2 news. There's some uh, PlayStation exclusive content detailed yeah. here in the PlayStation blog. Also, we got that patch update that now allows us to uh, equip weapons in different slots. Oh, that's out now. Cool. I've I've been seeing some stuff about that. Yeah. All right. Sweet. I'm down. Also, you can play Gambit this for weekend. 24 hours on Saturday. Yeah. So that's probably what I'm doing Saturday night. Hmm. <laughs> it's just I weird. I might you. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got details on the exclusive content coming to Destiny 2 Forsaken. You get an exclusive exotic weapon, the Waves. Litter. Yeah, it looks like another one of those uh, trace rifles. Yes, it's from the makers of Cold Heart, which is a trace rifle in the game. And um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what it looks like. It does look neat. Mm. I'll say that. You get an exclusive strike, the Brood Hold. We all love exclusive strikes, don't we? They, when they-, <laughs> they have been fantastic so far in, in these exclusive things. Exclusive armor sets. Mm. As well, exclusive ship, the Great Beyond. That looks very similar to a ship that I have. Yeah, and mm. and PS4 owners can head to the PlayStation Store right now to pick up a free theme, a Cade Six theme. Hmm. I don't know why you'd want a want the theme of a soon to be dead man. Yeah. I don't know. But um, yeah, that's what we're getting out of Destiny 2 Forsaken if you play on PS4. Um, this deal was struck a long time ago in an era where exclusive content was a thing. Yeah. It's not 
as much of a thing anymore. It's kind of more just of an, anno- an annoyance, <laughs> annoyance for everyone else. Exactly. Like, I'm kind of annoyed, and I play on PS4. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing we got from Destiny 2 is a roadmap Uh-oh. for an entire year of what's happening in this game. All right. So, what they're going to have is seasonal stuff and paid stuff in the annual pass. And each one of these annual pass things are going to come with the season. So basically we're going to get a new one every three months. So starting I'm going to try to make this how, how are they going to fuck me this time? Tell me how, how they're going to pull money out of my wallet this time. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't getting big. Oh, man. I've spent... I feel like Destiny 2 has been the most expensive game of... Uh, well... Yeah. To, to be up-to-date and current. I'm not saying... I'm not forgiving all the loot box transgressions of EA, but I feel like Destiny 2 has been the most egregious... Oh, hey, give us money if yeah. you want to keep up to date in this game. Right. So, I, I don't disagree with you. So, here's what's coming. September 14th, we get the Last Wish Raid. September 16th, Iron Banner comes back for the first time, uh, and we get a new Crucible map called The Convergence. September 25th, we get a new Crucible mode breakthrough, and a new map is live. The Festival of the Lost comes back with a twist in October. And um, weekly playlist updates in uh, evolution of the Dreaming City. So that's a thing that's going to just continually evolve in Destiny, which is cool. So that's cool. I hate how they call Iron Banner content, free content. Like, sure, I guess technically it, it is, but it's it's an event. And, and I hate how they, ha- they try to spin it that way. Um, so in December 2018, we're going to get the Season of the Forge. Heavy machine guns come back. We get new weapons, new crucible, iron banner, gameplay updates, seasonal ranks, and the dawning event's going to happen. Also in December 2018, we'll get the first annual pass update, um, which is the Black Armory. And we'll get access to the Black Armory, new forges of the chain activity, a new raid lair, new exotics, new legendaries, new triumphs, and collections. And bonus rewards, whatever that means. Spring 2018, the season of the Drifter. The Drifter being a new character in Forsaken. New weapons, Crucible content, Iron Banner, seasonal ranks. Then we get to Joker's Wild. Uh, DLC, new activity, experience, Gambit Evolves, whatever that means. New exotics, legendaries, all that good fun. Summer 2019, season of the whatever they're going to call it same stuff new weapons new crucible stuff and then we get the penumbra update which is new activity experience another raid layer exotics legendaries etc that's their roadmap i think that's not too bad at least they're telling us what's going to happen also none of these annual pass updates are going to have story content to them oh Huh. Because they realized, and I personally think it's a smarter move because they realized that most people just give them a ton of shit on these things. Like they want story, but then they just give them a ton of shit of like the story sucked. It's too short, blah, 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 blah. So 
all they're going to do is do end game content. Mm-hmm. I think that's a smart idea to keep people playing your game personally, yeah. because the people that's going to buy the annual pass are the people that's going to want to keep playing destiny, keep getting new things, upgrading themselves, leveling up all this stuff. So I think that makes sense. Some of these things sound cool. I think the concept of a of raid layers, I love because I love smaller raids. Um, obviously, you got to have good people to do them, yeah. <laughs> as we found yep. out. But basically, the main raid's going to be set in the Dreaming City. And the Dreaming yes. City's this massive fucking thing. It looks beautiful, and it's going to constantly evolve. Putting raid layers in that... Oh, give it to me, baby. Mm. That's going to be fucking great. I'm excited. I am. I'm off on the fourth. I'm just playing this game all day. Okay. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. My weekend's really fucking weird, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. I will play the stuff. They will take my money for the annual pass, I guess. Yeah, I haven't bought it yet, but I imagine I will at some point. Excited about having heavy machine guns back. Yeah. I like, I think one of my only weapons that I, one of the only exotics I ever got in the first Destiny was a heavy machine gun. I wonder if it'll come back. I even forget its name. I could probably look it up. I don't know. It was. Trying to remember what it was. I used to have fun in Destiny with uh, heavy machine guns. I yeah. Think. I mean, they, they were fucking awesome. Yeah. I used them a lot. Hmm. I, I have yet to go back into Destiny with the uh, new loadout system. Yes. Yeah. I'm curious to see how that works. Yeah. We'll probably test it out on Saturday. Yeah. Wouldn't try game it. If you... I guess technically, though... We'll have things to say about Destiny Forsaken because it launches on Tuesday. Yeah, we will. Next week. So here we go. If you want to play some Destiny, if you want to play an obsolete version of Destiny and you haven't played it yet, Destiny 2, you can actually do that. Like, you could have been doing that before you even listened to this podcast. Yeah. Because uh, the new PlayStation Plus free games for September have been announced and Destiny 2 decided to shoot early. You can get Destiny 2... No DLCs attached, mind you. Uh, but you can yeah. download it for free right now, and you'll be able to participate in the Gambit this Saturday. That's a still a goddamn investment, even giving you the yep. base game free. Because <laughs> it's... Mm, I feel like... <laughs> I'm, I don't mean to be disrespectful at all, but it's kind of lame to get Destiny 2 and knowing that it's not a feature it well it's not a, you're not going to be up to date you're not going to be able to uh really participate right. with anyone who has been playing it for a while yeah it's more of oh hey dip your toes and see if you want to spend some money yeah i mean i i i agree with you on that because it's, destiny 2 i think the base game right now is like 20 bucks uh-huh. yep but yeah they're saving you 20 dollars on a game that you're eventually going to have to spend somewhere close to what? 70. 70 do- yeah, $70 so to think, get. I think you honestly need the two DLCs to play Forsaken. Mm-hmm. Like that's a requirement. Yep. So, and I don't think that has dropped in price. So that's $35 and then Forsaken is 40 
So, yeah. <laughs> there's still, see, th- there's no there's no real loss for them giving away Destiny 2 for free. I mean, it's cool. And it's cool that PlayStation Plus is getting, honestly, a very big title as of late. You know? Mm-hmm. Whether your opinions on Destiny are what they are. But, you know, can't deny that it's a big game to get. And, but... At the same time, like, yeah, when you really want to play a lot of the new stuff, if you dig what you are playing in Destiny 2, you still practically have to buy a whole game. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Also getting God of War 3 remastered. So if you're looking for God of... If you liked God of War that came out this year and you want to go backwards, I'm sure that's a hard yeah. fucking thing to do. It's a great game, but it's it's nothing like like the other ones. Um, then you get Another World 20th Anniversary Edition and Cube Director's Cut on PS3. Both of them are crossed by with PS4. You get Sparkle 2 and Foul Play on Vita. Both of them are crossed by with PS4. So really, you're getting six PS4 games. Okay. I haven't heard of any of those four games. Yeah. Also, you can get Here They Lie free for PlayStation VR until October 2nd. All right. Cool. Those are old games. Let's talk about what's new this week on the PlayStation Store. And I'll get us started here on this list of too many video games. I'm looking... I scrolled... I scrolled way too much t- for there to be more games. Okay. Um, uh, let's get it started here with Bad North. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Strap in, folks. <laughs> Bad North. Everyone trying to release their game before everything gets... Everything AAA gets released. Yeah. Bad North is a charming but brutal real-time tactics roguelite. Defend your idyllic island kingdom against a horde of Viking invaders as you lead the desperate exodus of your people. Next up is Blade Strangers on PS4, a malevolent force known as known only as Lena is devouring data from a vast interdimensional network of servers overseen by sentient computers called Moats. In desperation, the Moats seek to awaken the Blade Stranger in hopes of vanquishing Lena. Bow to Blood is a PlayStation VR game releasing this week. Take to the skies as a captain of a powerful airship and discover a fantastical world of airborne gladiatorial sci-fi. Compete to become champion of the arena as its inscrutable overseers test you and fellow challengers in a fantasy reality show. Oh boy. Next up is Catch and Release on PSVR. Catch and Release places Mm. you on a beautiful mountain, lake, and lets you freely explore and row around while you choose your fishing spot and take in the scenery. Hell yeah. It's a fishing game. A VR fishing game, baby. Hell yeah. Claybook, the next game on the list. Claybook is a unique world made entirely of clay. Every inch of the environment can be shaped and molded. Everything has matter inside it, just not just an outer shell. Clay can be liquid or solid. It can be deformed and destroyed. Clay is in poopy. Divinity Original Sin 2 Definitive Edition. Did it on retail. 
gather your party and get ready for a fantastic adventure. Your imagination is only your limitation as you seek to restore divinity and save the world. But beware, only one of you can become the new divine. This is apparently a very good game. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've started a new save. I'm not very far into it. Mm. I really need to play one of these games. They are co-op. They are. You're about to be be in a situation where you where we could do some co-op. Yeah. Agreed. This We've already talked fun... about doing co-op of other games. Yeah, exactly. I assure you, original Divinity Original Sin Two will be easier than Dark Souls. Yeah, and it, it, you know it would probably honestly be more fun. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'd have to explain some RPG mechanics to yeah. you. <laughs> Donut County. Ooh. You remember that game? Donut County is a story-based physics puzzle game where you play as an ever-growing hole in the ground. Meet cute characters, steal their trash, and throw them in a hole. Yeah. This game's goofy. It's the whole I I just call it the whole game. Yeah. Next up, kind of like... The PlayStation Store is Downward Spiral. Horror okay. Station. That was a bad joke. It sounded good in my head. PlayStation VR. Downward Spiral Horror Station is a mysterious and atmospheric zero-gravity thriller set in the lost and forgotten Horror Station. Mm. Next up is Fern's Gate on PlayStation 4 and Vita. After awakening in unfamiliar woods... Alex, an ordinary high schooler living an ordinary life, learns he has somehow ended up in a fantasy world dominated by conflict and destruction. That sounds miserable. It really does sound miserable. Uh, this next game's not miserable. Fire Pro Wrestling World on PS4 Digital and Retail. The greatest grappling game returns to take on the world on the PS4. In Fire Pro Wrestling World, customize every aspect of the match. From your wrestler to the ring itself to fight your way to the championship belt. I this played is- some Fire Pro when it released on PC. This is apparently a good wrestling game. It is. Seems like it. It is one of the few good wrestling games. Mm-hmm. I would say it's the only good wrestling game to release this year. Probably. Because WWE's kind of been a trash fire over the past few years. Yes. No offense. I played Firewall Zero Hour at PSX last year, and it's releasing this week on PlayStation VR. I'll ask after this. Continue. In Firewall Zero Hour, choose from one of 12 contractors hired by anonymous contract handlers and work as a team to either protect or obtain valuable data housed on a laptop and located in dangerous locations around the globe. This game is a little Rainbow Six-ish. Yeah, hell yeah, it is. Yeah, that seems neat. Breaching clear attack and defending teams. Yeah. You know. It's an interesting game to play in VR. I haven't played the full release version. I had a little bit of trouble uh, using the aim controller uh, when I played it at PSX, but that that was an early build, so mm-hmm. I'd have to play it again to see. Yeah. Very neat. Is PSX happening this year? 
I f- if it is, they're really late on announcing it. Yeah, that that thought just hit my mind when you said you played this PSX. I'm like, damn. Yeah, because they're getting a little I, late I on looking, this. I was looking at like uh, Facebook memories, which I've been deleting old posts every day. That th- that tool has been useful for me to find old shitty things that I've said <laughs> and delete them. Hey, not a bad thing. But yeah, I I noticed like last week or the week before was when I was like, hey, I'm going to PSX this December, and I'm like, oh wait, yeah, they they haven't announced it. No, they haven't. Yeah, I'm I'm really curious on that. Uh, next up is Gate of Doom, PS4. Gate of Doom is a is Gate of Doom a is. Okay, wow. Gate of Doom is a classic multiplayer action RPG for one or two players. Originally released in 1990, a noted classic arcade title from the 90s. In a noted classic arcade title from the 90s. What in the fuck? Jesus. Mm. Move on. The Golf Club 2019, featuring PGA Tour. I think you need to read it like a golf announcer. And like you're whispering. Do you have what it takes to win the FedEx Cup on the PGA Tour? Compete the all-new, officially licensed PGA Tour career mode. Famous. Play on famous courses like TPC Boston, TPC Sawgrass, and more. And uh, Tiger walks up to the 15th green. Gets out his putter, and uh, here we go. Tiger for birdie. Oh, he missed it. Sorry. Next up is Haunted Dungeons. Hayaki Castle. I'm so sorry, everybody. (laughs) PS4. (laughs) Form your party of secret agents from among four races, human, oni, tengu, and nekomata. I only know one of those races. Are the other ones the thing? Yes, absolutely. You should know Oni and Tengu, at least. I've heard of them. Then conquer the terrifying and mysterious yokai-filled castle. Naruto to Boruto Shinobi Striker. Hey, I know Naruto. Is the next video game. You know Naruto. We were talking about how many anime (laughs) characters you could identify by looking at them. Talking about that on the night of our fantasy draft. Um, the Naruto series is back with a brand new experience. You can battle as a team of four to compete against other teams online. Lead your team and fight online to see who the best ninjas are. Tyler, who are the best ninjas? Um, Raphael, Michelangelo, Nadal... What? Ninja Gaiden Man. Did you just make a Raphael Nadal as, as a ninja? <laughs> That's not who Raphael is named after. I know. Um, <laughs> he's named after the painting guy. They all are. <laughs> um, is one Leonardo? Yeah, Leonardo. Yes. Those are the... And then, yeah, Ninja Gaiden guy. Tenchu Man. Okay. All right, just read the next game. Those are the best ninjas. NBA 2K19, the prelude. NBA 2K19 continues to push limits 
as it brings gaming one step closer to real life basketball excitement and culture. Download NBA 2K19, the prelude for free, and get a head start on your My Player before the full game releases September 7th. So you're saying I could download this and spend money already? Yeah, if you want to buy some My Player tokens. Give me a haircut. Yeah, I actually kind of need to shave down my sides a little bit. Yeah, notice you're letting this grow out again? The, no, I, I'm not letting it grow out. I, just I keep, think you should just... I keep forgetting to shave every morning. You should let this stuff grow in. Just okay. let it go. Okay. Just let it go for what another you, month. What are you suggesting? Just let it ha- go and see what happens. You okay. know, you can shave the rest of it if you want. Okay. All right. Let, let it go on your chin. Do, your you, do, you, do you realize how much of a pedophile I'll look like? You, who knows, though? See, sometimes there's, there's Asian men who have that, and it's very thick, and they kind of look it badass. It doesn't get thick for me, though. It only but like, that's spreads a, out. And but that's thin. the thing. You got to let it happen. I, you know, you got to let it happen and try. So if, if I let it happen, I have to stay indoors for a month at a time. <laughs> that's fine. Sure. I have to... St- <laughs> I cannot expose myself in public. Well, I I just can't expose myself in public in general in that way. Uh, Depends where you're going. But I can't show my face out, out of, outside of then my Then get a gimp suit. <laughs> this is gone to places that I don't want it to go. I'll just read this next game. It's going full circle. Pato Box. It's a PlayStation 4 game. Paddlebox is an adventure-slash-fighting game inspired by the Punch-Out! series. It's a surreal boxing quest with a duck. Oh! Next up is Shiko Hondo, Soul Eater, PS4. Shiko Hondo, Soul Eater, is a Korean bullet hell shoot 'em up within a beautiful and bizarre world of Asian mythology. All right. Splash Blast Panic is a multiplayer competitive party game where you must shoot, ram, dodge, and overall bully your opponents with a variety of water gun-based weaponry. That's kind of like when you... when you... when you cream a little bit, you know, and you just... you hope that you clean it all up. You know? You got that splash blast panic. You're like, I hope nobody finds (laughs) the little bit that might have just shot somewhere and I didn't see it. You know what I mean? Where are you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. What the shit is this show? Strange Brigade, PS4 Digital and Retail. Seteki, the Witch Queen, has risen once again. And only one troop of daring heroes can stand against her fearsome army of mummified monstrosities. Strange Brigade. Sunless Sea. Zub Mariner Edition. Take the helm of your steamship and set sail for the unknown. Sunless Sea is a literary role-playing game of discovery, loneliness, and frequent death set in the award-winning Victorian gothic universe of fallen London. Interesting. Sunless Sea's been out for a little while. It looks neat. Uh, Switchblade. PS4. Fight your way up the season ranks to become an online superstar in a spectacular future sport championship. 
seamlessly switch between heavily armed high-tech vehicles at any time to create endless tactical choices in a frantic 5v5 battle to claim victory okay oh think of the children is the next game here little bobby is little bobby's dead the barbecue is on fire jen's eating poisonous berries and the birthday cake still needs icing it's just another wonderful day out with the kids in Think of the Children, a frantic parenting simulator for up to four players. Oh. Mix up is Torn. PlayStation VR, also a fantastic Creed song. Torn is a dark science fiction mystery. Explore the abandoned mansion filled with strange machines and disturbing experiments belonging to an eccentric scientist missing for 64 years. Okay, that's a long time. Torn, I'm filthy. Good, good stuff. So yeah. let's let's move on to Viking Days, PlayStation VR title. You usually see Vikings in epic battles of fury and glory, don't you? Now find out about daily Viking life. Play through ten different mini games to prove how much of a Viking you truly are. Oh, last finally is Yakuza Kiwami Two. PS4 Digital and Retail. Rebuilt from the ground up, Yakuza Kiwami 2 uses the Dragon Engine to update one of the series' standout titles into a modern classic. Also new, Kiwami, also new to Kiwami 2 is the Majima Saga, revealing events that occur prior to the game. Mm. Yeah. Bang. I, I need to play this. I know, I've played a lot of Yakuza this year. And I think I'm going to end up playing more Yakuza this year. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um, you could watch Sharp Objects if you want, which was a fantastic show. Just finished. I've been hearing some Amy buzz. Adams. It's fantastic in that show. I loved it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that does it. Tyler. Yeah, another banger. You ready to lose your first... Uh, Fantasy football matchup. I guess it's still preseason. The season doesn't start for another couple weeks. September 6th. Yeah. So next Thursday. Next Thursday. Yeah. That's uh, the first game at least. But yeah, I mean, I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to whoop ass. I got some, I got some dudes. I did some things. You yeah. don't got anybody who made you successful last year. Yeah, it's, yeah. A br- it's a fresh new team. It literally we is. got a lot of fresh faces. Yeah, and we got we added two more people to our league, which just sucked up a lot more players. Yeah. Which, so, down the stretch, it got a lot more interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm already looking yeah. at wait. I'm already looking at players who weren't drafted. I'm already planning it out. Mm. I'm already okay. devising. Okay. It'll be interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I am going to win the league this year. Okay. I am All going, right. I have been the regular <laughs> season points leader for the past two years. Have you? Because that first year, I went 10-3. and three. I, Maybe you still scored more points than me, though. Hmm. That's Are you that's sure still you were possible. the first seed of the postseason? I kind of yeah. remember. Hmm. I thought I was. 
I'd, I'd have to look back at league yeah. history here. Because I remember I was like 8-0 before I finally lost to Billy, who was 0-8 oh <laughs> at the time. <laughs> well, I've been to the championship game right. these past yeah. two years. Last year, you absolutely, undeniably were. And, and you scored the most points overall. You had the best record. Mm-hmm. I think you lost, what, two times last year? Yeah, both to both to who I eventually lost. In. Yeah, exactly. That yeah, I forgot about that. That was funny. That's funny when you just think my about kryptonite. That. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good. Man, can I look? I'm not sure if I can look at the history. Let's yeah, see. I don't think you can at this point. Uh, it's something we'd have to just take a snapshot of. Yeah. Someday, just to save it for future records in our league. It's really weird that they don't have, like, a league history kind of mm-hmm. thing in here. Yeah. Oh, well. Get on your shit, ESPN. Yeah, but that's going to be fun. That's yeah. that's something I'm looking forward to, as well as next week's slew of games. Yes. We've got, uh, we've got the Destiny DLC. We've got Spider-Man. There's something else that releases next week that I'm not thinking of. I'm not sure. Um, oh, man. I know as soon as I end the podcast, I'm going to think of it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, that, I don't That's remember. frustrating. Uh, but the... Mm, mm. Look forward to it. Yeah. I'm going to have thoughts on Destin... Well, we won't have thoughts on Spider-Man next week. Because we don't get the game early, and it comes out on a Friday. Yeah. But the following week, yeah. I probably won't be able to play Spider-Man next weekend. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll play. <laughs> I'll play during the week, but I will absolutely be playing the shit out of Destiny Two. Uh, Forsaken when it launches, Tuesday. I'm gonna. I I cannot let this stand. There is something big for me that really. Are you thinking of Dragon Quest Eleven? Yes, absolutely. That's, Dragon that's Quest. That's the following week, though. I think what, September really? September eleventh. I think they put reviews out pretty early. I mean, huh. look it up to correct me. But I thought it was the 11th of September. Dragon Quest 11 U.S. release date. It's saying here September 4th. Oh, okay. Okay. So that is next week. All right. Yeah. I am not a liar. There we go. I need to beat some RPGs before then. (laughs) Such as Nina Kuni 2. Yeah. That's a huge (laughs) RPG right there. Dragon Quest. It's apparently 100 hours long. Hell yeah. Strap it. Damn. Strap it. That's getting good reviews though. Strap on. Yeah. It's getting good reviews, though. So. Thank you all for strapping on yeah. to the podcast. If you'd like to, you can leave us a review. You can give us some stars, baby. Recommend Ooh, us to a friend. Do it. Give us some emails. Yeah. At Podcast at gmail.com. Do it. You can follow us on Twitter at PSReportPodcast. Thank you for catching me about... Uh, thank you for tweeting for me about episodes releasing when I forget. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I just thought about it the other day. I'm like, you know what? Last week's episode was fucking good, and y'all should go listen to it. Sometimes I forget to tweet that stuff out, but I try to be on top of it. And if you want to get on top of me personally, um, <laughs> you can do that at the Arctic Sloth on Twitter and pretty much every other social media platform. And you can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Tyler, am I missing anything? No, that's pretty much it for now. All right. Well, until next week, be safe, be good to each other, 
play your video games, and wash your pits, your tits, and your naughty bits.